Hey guys, welcome back to Blooming with K. I know that I just uploaded episode 6, but we're going to move on to, I think we're going to call this part 2 of episode 6. And if you didn't listen to episode 6 through 1, or 1 through 6, however you want to say it, Please go listen to them because they all tie into each other, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, so right now, as I was driving, actually, but even before that, I was at my little nephew's birthday. Shout out to my baby, Mr. Sammy Whammy. His birthday was today. Um, no. And the Lord, kind of like the Holy Spirit, dropped this revelation on me because today I had one of my second um, out of 10 sessions that I'm going to be having of, of therapy to help, you know, me understand where depression, anxiety, and worry comes from and how to manage my emotions, you know, through life and through circumstances through circumstances and events that happened in my life. It's not the only thing I'm turning to, but it's a new thing that I am trying to help come alongside Jesus, Holy Spirit, the Word, my amazing prayer uh, family who's been praying and lifting me up. Um, But this is something new. This is something new, and I think that it you know that it's gonna help you know and so but anyways the lord gave me a kind of a word as i was driving around because i was like i'm not really ready to go home yet but um so i'm gonna keep driving around and i'm gonna listen to some worship music and i'm just gonna worship because i'm just not done spending worshiping and spending time with the Lord and the Holy Spirit. And um, part of the, you know, of what I got was, you know, I, you know, in the last, in the last episode, I, I kind of talk about my, that I, I don't have a gallbladder. Um, and I kind of just grazed kind of over it. But I want you guys to hear this revelation that God gave me. And because, you know, I talk about how when you neglect stuff, you know, it ends up in the long run, over time, it ends up being worse than what, than if you had have paid attention and, and, you know, fix the problem when you first saw signs of that there might be a problem. How do I know this? Is because there were signs that there was something going on with my body way before they had to remove they had to remove my gallbladder. I was having pains in my sides. Um I would get like these pains in my sides, but then they would go away. 
and I didn't think anything of it, and I didn't tell anybody what I was going through. I didn't tell anybody that I was having to sleep with a pillow under my back. I was having to sleep on one side of my body, and I was taking ibuprofen to keep the pain due. I didn't tell anybody until the pain got so bad that even the ibuprofen wasn't working anymore and I couldn't sleep I couldn't do half the things I needed to and it wasn't until I opened my mouth and I told my mom what was going on that she was like you should go see a doctor and I still didn't go I still didn't listen. I procrastinated I waited and waited and waited and just kept pushing through it and till finally I couldn't take it anymore and I started the pain was so bad that it was starting to I was starting to get it in my back I was I had it, my back was hurting my front side was hurting and so finally my mom took me to the emergency room because I couldn't I couldn't really lift anything I couldn't really walk and um, they took me to the emergency room and when I when the doctors were shocked you know at how big and how swollen uh, some things were you know going let's go back because I didn't say that right but in the emergency room they were like yeah your gallbladder needs <coughs> to be removed because you have you have gallstones you and if you hadn't came in when you came in you would be hospitalized and then when I went and had the surgery you know because they had to they had to quickly get me into surgery so they had to schedule a uh, surgery with a surgeon which it took um, I think it took about a week or two before I could even go in to see her and go in to have the surgery. So I was still in pain for like two weeks, even after I had found out that I needed to have my gallbladder removed. But once they had, you know, once I saw the doctor and she scheduled the surgery, it was, it was after I had the surgery when I was waking up and she was like astonished about how big my gallstones are you know because if you don't know when you first get gallstones they're very 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 tiny and you can actually take something to your doctor can give you something to actually dissolve the gallstones but my gallstones were so big and you know some of the, the one of the organs around my gallstone was starting to enclose the gallstone because it was swollen and she was like she was astonished about how big they were like you have been walking around with these big giant gallstones and and 
it, that was the pro, that was the cause of the pain in my back, the pain in my front. See, it started off with pain in my side, but because I kept neglecting it, and because I didn't open my mouth and tell people what was going on, it went to different areas. Remember, I talked about that in the last one. And so it started going into different areas. Now, by time they had to go in and do some emergency surgery to remove what was, you know, causing pain and could cause me to, to be even more sick, it was all because I didn't see and listen to the signs that were there and I didn't open my mouth and tell somebody what was going on see the enemy see the enemy he don't want you to open your mouth and, and tell somebody what is going on he, he don't want you to to speak on what's been all up in your thoughts in your head he don't want you to do that he wants you to keep your mouth shut and when you do when you do that you end up neglecting what's really going on until I'm telling you until God has to come in and in and do some major surgery because the area that you that he has to do surgery in has been neglected so bad that it has to be emergency surgery see the thing about it is what people don't, who don't have gallbladders don't tell you is that not having a gallbladder it changes your life forever. Why? Because I have to now consciously think about, you know, what I eat. And if I eat this, if I decide to eat some fried chicken that's greasy, Lord knows, honey. Lord knows an hour from now, you know, I'm going to be in y'all going to be like, where Kelly? Handling her business in their bathroom because sometimes it's not even an hour. Y'all, y'all blessed out there, okay? Because every time somebody who doesn't have a gallbladder eats, most of the time we gotta go to the bathroom sometime afterwards. That's life. Now I have to rearrange my life because I didn't take care of the thing that God had given me, and and because I didn't take care of it and because I didn't see I didn't see and I didn't listen to the signs that there was something wrong he had to what come in and do emergency surgery and remove the thing because it was no longer usable it was no longer usable so now I have to rearrange my life. I can live without a gallbladder. I can eat fried chicken without a gallbladder. I can eat the greasiest foods without a gallbladder. Am I going to be in that bathroom 30 minutes after I eat that? Or an hour after I eat it? Yes. 
Yes, I will. But see, if I had listened to the warnings and then gone and opened up my mouth and said, hey, guys, hey, hey, Dr. God, hey, Dr. Jesus, Dr. Holy Spirit, something, something right over here. Something, something right. Something going on. You know, I get these pains right here. You know how I know? Because, you know, another another area that even right now as I'm speaking, I think about, Lord, why does depression and anxiety get triggered when I'm doing this? Or when I'm thinking about this. It makes me want to go to God and be like, okay, God, I see your signings. Okay, God. Okay, Jesus, I'm seeing the warning signs. I'm seeing the... Why? Is the the depression and the anxiety and the stressing and worrying getting triggered every time I get a new job or every time I am in a new I I am in a new season or every time I'm doing this or every time I'm listening to that why does depression or anxiety or worry and stressing or even negative thoughts get triggered when I do this Lord but instead of Allowing the Lord to show me I neglected it to the point where now I'm dealing with having to be so honest with my parents and the people around me that, hey, I'm going through a season where depression is trying, the enemy is trying to use depression to to, to take me out. He's trying to use suicidal thoughts and anxiety and worry and stressing to take me out. He's trying to use hopelessness to take me out. He's trying to use condemnation. He's trying to use all these things that I have been carrying and that I have been feeling, but I didn't open my mouth up and ask and ask the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit, or even ask the people around me to help me. This is what's going on, guys. The enemy is 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 attacking my thoughts. The enemy is attacking my body. The enemy is attacking me when I'm trying to sleep. So I, I'm having trouble sleeping. The enemy is is throwing all these suicidal thoughts at me. So I no longer want to live. I no longer want to be here. The enemy is all up in my ear telling me I ain't worth nothing. That 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 God doesn't love me. That I'm going to hell. That I ain't a good Christian. That that that, that I'll never be successful or I'll never be who God has called me to be. He's talking all up in my ear and now that I've gotten to the point where I have to I am put the enemy's trying to hold me back and I'm just trying to push my way back to where God has called me. I'm trying to fight with everything on the inside of me to get back to the place where I know my God has called me and it's like but the enemy's trying to hold me back and I have to 
to, to cry out to Naomi Jesus. I have to cry out to the Holy Spirit. But I'm also crying out to my mama, my daddy, the people around me because I'm, I'm, I'm like, I can't. The enemy's trying to hold me back. The enemy's trying to hold me back. But I will not give up because I know freedom is in him and I know victory is in him. But the thoughts are there to want to end my life. The thoughts are there that 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 I'm not good enough that the, the Lord doesn't love me or or you know I'll never be who God called me to be and see you know you know it, it just takes me back to the gallbladder I had been neglecting the Holy Spirit's voice. I even hadn't been neglecting that spirit woman. I know because I know <laughs> she goes off when I'm watching something or I'm listening to something that I know she starts to shaking. She starts to shaking and I can't I can't sit still. I can't like it's like this this coldness comes over me and I'm all shaking you know all of a sudden it's really just my spirit woman like please try the channel because you don't need to be watching this movie or please stop listening to this music because you don't need to be listening to this music she was trying to give me a warning and you don't even understand how many times I didn't listen to it and then kept watching the movie and something popped up and I knew the moment my eye gate saw it the enemy would try to use it when I went to go to sleep but I kept neglecting her so now things you know now I'm I'm like Holy Spirit where are you Holy Spirit I want to hear your voice I even neglected the Holy Spirit that's why I'm saying that and now I'm like, I feel like I got to relearn how to hear the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit's voice sounds like because I neglected him for so long. And now in a season where I need the Holy Spirit the most, I'm struggling to hear the Holy Spirit. It ain't like the Holy Spirit ain't talking. Oh, cause he's talking. But because I neglected to hear and to listen to that still small voice instead of the enemy's voice. Enemy's voice has been loud. The enemy's voice has been all this and he's been putting the thoughts instead of keeping my mind on the things above. I've been thinking about all these other things that the enemy's been trying and been downloading because why? I've been focusing on the loudest voice instead of that still small voice and 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 because I neglected him for so long God is having to go in and what do surgery I gotta go in and do surgery because you've been listening to all these other voices but the Holy Spirit and now when you're ready to 
be elevating and you're ready to to get out of the place that you've been for a while and you're ready for these things I gotta take you down a path or I got to what take you to surgery real quick I gotta do some surgery on you real quick I gotta do some surgery on your mind because you didn't you done let the, the enemy come up in there and he done put some thoughts up in there about you, about me, about people. I, I'm going having to come into your heart and heal some things because there's some there's some missing pieces. I'm having to come and clean out your ears because what you've been listening to has not been feeding your spirit. I'm having to come feed your, you know, having to come in your spirit woman because she's been hungry. I'm having to come guard to come and, and, and clean out, you know, the gunk in your eyes because you didn't allow yourself to watch some things. Oh, I'm, I'm even in, coming into, I'm, he's even having to go in and separate you from some things because you even allowed yourself to get into some situations that he never even wanted you to be in in the first place. He's having to come in and do surgery. And you know what? Let me tell you something about surgeons. Sometimes a surgery can be quick. Sometimes surgery takes a while. You know, sometimes surgeons be up in there for like 18 hours doing surgery on one person. Or, Or sometimes... It's multiple surgeries over a length of time. You may come in for this surgery and a couple months down, you got to go in for another surgery. And a couple months down, you got to go in for another surgery. And a couple months down, you got to go in for another surgery. But I'm telling you, once he's done doing the surgery, what happens? You can start the healing process. And in the healing process, what does he do? He comes and tends to those wounds and and helps you heal through them. He puts on special ointments and he cleans them and stuff like that. That's what they do in the hospital. But God comes in and he, he gave you the word. Let the word and what he says about you be, be the special ointment to the healing process. He gives you, you know, they give you the IV that which keeps you hydrated. Let his living water be the hydration that you need. Let the word of God be the food that you need. So that your body can heal properly. You may have some scars. Yeah. Some of them may scar. Some of them may, some of them may not. You may not see where they went, where he went in and did surgery, but some of them you will. But you know what that scar becomes? A testimony. A testimony so when somebody sees that scar, where, why do you have that scar? Well, Jesus healed me from this. Or... Well, 
why do you eat like this now? Or why don't you eat this? Well, you see, God took some things up out of me. And I don't want it to come back. Hmm. Or why do you put yourself be, you know, something somebody told me is you put God first in yourself than others. I have been putting God first than others. I've been putting myself last. And it's like, if I'm ever going to be the person that God has called me to be, I number one, we have to put God first. But I have to start putting me for me second. I mean, because when I put others before myself in this way, I end up neglecting. And I end up not being who God has really called me to be for me. Even when I'm behind closed doors and nobody sees me. And I just want to encourage stop neglecting yourself and stop ignoring something wrong God made me get, my God may be telling you hey you outside of his parameters get back in he may have been showing you and showing you and showing you listen listen and ask him to show you you know, because I'm, and I'm going to leave you guys with this. It's something, if you ever are around me, I have this tendency to close one eye. One, it came from, I had lazy eyes when I was younger and they would wander. And if I closed one of them, I could focus with one instead of trying to focus with two. And two, my aunt actually found out later on in my life that she actually... I saw her doing it and I don't know when as a child I picked up on it but I did it wasn't until my older years that I actually found out that she doesn't have an eye and so now I do that with my eye because of those two things you know and I was sitting here thinking and the Holy Spirit gave me the revelation I know it was you Holy Spirit that it's better to see out of both eyes that are focused than one eye that is focused. Why? Because when you have that one eye closed, that whole area over here is in the dark. So you either you have you can't just focus, you don't just see everything, you see one thing. But when you have both eyes open, there's more 
that you can see. So my prayer is, God, open my eyes to see the areas that I have been And the warning signs, Lord, that I have been not paying attention to. Because you already having to do some surgery in my life. And, and also, Lord, let every part of me that you are doing surgery heal correctly. So you don't have to go back in again. And that Lord. Every door to the enemy. Whether it was through my thoughts. My mouth. My ear gates. My eye gates. My hands. My feet. Wherever it may have been. Be closed to the enemy. Every door. Every crack. Every crevice. Be closed to the enemy. So you can come in. Jesus. And do your work. just encourage you ask the Lord to search you Lord search my heart search my thoughts search my ears search, search all of me and if there is anything that ain't got nothing to do with you over her Lord I ask you to heal it restore it get rid of it help me to see what it is and to understand the root of it so that we can pull it up or you can pull it up and out from the root. Stop neglecting the areas that God has given you some warning signs of. Stop neglecting yourself. Stop neglecting your relationship with Jesus. Because that right there is the first part. Is that you got to want and to seek God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And you got to get in a relationship. Grow and mature that relationship because he will help you with those thoughts he will help you gain back your strength he will help you to know who to have around you and who to not have around you he will help you you know move on from your past he will help you to move on from things that who you used to be so you can step into who he called you to be and I just thank you guys so much for listening I hope you guys enjoyed it <laughs> enjoy part two of thoughts love you guys so much Mwah.